The Plumbing Marketing Profits Podcast. Interviews with million-dollar-plus plumbing and HVAC business owners on how they market and grow their companies in today's economy. Hear directly from the most successful leaders in your business and discover what they are doing to keep their phone ringing, trucks running, and businesses booming. With your host, Josh Nelson. Well, hey, this is Josh Nelson. I want to thank you for joining me on this episode of the Plumbing and HVAC Marketing Podcast. Real excited to have back with me today, Gene Slade from The Lead Ninja, who I just think is just an an amazing success story. Uh, He ran and built his business, The Air Genie, in Benita Springs for about six years and was able to grow it to the point where he hit the Inc. 5000 list two years in a row and has kind of had the full entrepreneur's journey in that he grew it, he saw the success, He was able to sell it, kind of enjoy the fruits of his labor. For a little while, at least. (laughs) A little while. You know, and the entrepreneur never is ready just to sit back and throw their feet up. But kudos on on that success. And and now has taken that knowledge and how he did that. Because it's different. You're going to see it's quite a bit different than the average HVAC company's marketing strategy. And developed a business where he's actually implementing that for other plumbing and HVAC companies and seeing tremendous success. So I interviewed him for the podcast about it's about a year ago now. Something like that, yeah. Since then, he started to work with a number of the, uh, the other listeners to this podcast, and it's been such a, such a big success. I wanted to bring him back live in studio here where we can really drive deeper, hear some of the success and the results. But let me just welcome Gene to the podcast today. Man, I'm excited. Love Miami. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Thanks South for Florida. having me, man. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for coming. And so... Just let's start. Tell us a little bit about your background, kind of how you got into the HVAC business in the first place. I was forced into it. <laughs> <laughs> My father owned his own heating and air conditioning company. He started it when I was 11. And uh, he said, boy, if you want food, you want clothes, come to work. So I began as a helper. And by the time I was 14, 15 years old, I was leading an installation crew. I had a driver. Nice. And uh, shortly after that, I got into management and then sales and then ended up starting my own HVAC company. Nice. Never really wanted to do that, but I found myself in a position where I kind of was forced into it. And uh, that's how my whole journey began and as an entrepreneur. Nice. Know. So so you, you kind of started doing it at an early age, then you started the company. Was it an overnight success? Did it take a little bit of a while to build it up? Uh, we had success right away. Nice. Right away. And I think the reason we had success, well, I know the reason we had success was because of the radio program that we did. I learned how to do the radio program at another company that I was general manager for. And, uh, I mean, it just, it really launched our business from day one. There was just, it was not any waiting. We didn't have to wait for leads or any buildup. It was just, bam. Nice. Yeah. So you were able to be a launch success right out of the gates. Right out of the gate. Tell us, just kind of tell us at, at its peak, how many how many technicians, approximate revenue, if you can speak to that at all? We had uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 24 people on staff in total. That's okay. under the roof and out in the field. Wow. And uh, we were a little over $3 million. Nice. Uh, we, we started and built and sold the company within six years and a day. Okay. So, and wow. um, the, the thing that's important to, to mention about the revenue itself is that we were mainly a service company. We weren't an installation company. I mean, the final year, we only did a million dollars in replacement. So we did over $2 million in indoor air quality and just, 
you know, maintenance work, capacitors, wow. hard starts, all that other stuff. Which is really where the profit in this business is. Yeah, yeah. And we, I never really wanted to have an installation company, so I missed out on a lot of revenue. Mm -hmm. that, that installers are a different breed. Yeah, it's a totally, it's a totally different <laughs> yeah, animal. Absolutely. So I, that, that's amazing. So, so we're going to talk about the radio stuff. I know you're, you're listening to this and you're like, I want to learn more about that. We're, we're going to get there. You know, kind of the foundation of this whole podcast is what, what does it take to have an effective marketing strategy for your plumbing or HVAC business? And being a student of Dan Kennedy and kind of the, the godfathers of direct response marketing, they always taught that it's about the, the market, the message, and the media. The market being who you're going to sell to and, you know, who, who is that target audience that you're selling your services to? The message, what are you going to say? How are you going to position yourself so that you stand out and those people want to choose to do business with you? And then the media is how do you get that message out to get those customers contacting you? So if you don't mind, just kind of break down in, in that order, who was the market that you were targeting? What was the message that was different? And then how did you, what media did you use to, to get that message out? Well, the market was middle to upper income conservative talk radio listeners. Um, we, we would target AM radio first, um, the stations that people like Rush Limbaugh, mm. um, Glenn Beck, Sean Hannity, uh, Michael Savage, Laura Ingram, all those people, because the people that listen to those stations typically have got a little bit more disposable income mm -hmm. um, and they crave comfort. Yeah. Right? They despise the inconvenience of the breakdown mm -hmm. and, and the time that's missed with that. Okay. So um, that was the market that we were targeting right out of the gate. Interesting. That's um, very specific. Now, you, you guys have heard me do this interview with you know, countless plumbing and HVAC companies now. A lot of times it's all homeowners that are 55 plus that have a certain you know, disposable income. He's talking more about the psychographics and very more specific um, targeting of that, of that audience. So it's an interesting perspective. After that, we picked up sports radio, um, ESPN Sports mm, Radio, okay. and we had mad success on that. That's been as effective as the conservative group? Um, it was very, very effective. Huh. And we actually even picked up a country station that we simulcast at the same time, and that was pretty impressive, the results we got from that as well, from, from a, a number of callers calling into the show perspective. Very interesting. And uh, since then, we've even jumped on to some of the religious stations, okay. uh, Christian radio stations, and we've had some success there as well. Very interesting. So that's that's the that's the market. Let's talk a little bit about the message. Like, what what were you saying that would make them choose you guys? Well, we're talking about maintenance. I mean, the programs are about maintenance. Okay. Uh, why you should have your heating and air conditioning system maintained on a regular basis, or why you should have your plumbing system inspected, and you know, make sure that the you've got the right hoses on the back of your washing machine, so they're not you know <laughs> squirting all over the mm -hmm. place and busting on you. I mean, they're essentially just um, a garden hose, you know. Think about that for a second. Yeah. So we talk about maintenance of the home, uh, indoor air quality, the the effects that uh, negative, uh, the effects that nasty air can have on you, molds, mildews, dusts, all the allergens and stuff like that in the air. Um, and then for plumbing and water treatment, we really focus heavy on what's in the water, the, the chlorines, the fluorides, the mm. heavy metals, um, all of those things. So we talk about all that stuff. And then we give the customer an opportunity to have us come out um, but I guess backing up a little bit, we talk about that stuff, but we also talk about what it's going to look like when the technician arrives, you okay. know, how he's going to park in the street instead of backing up in their driveway and leaking oil all over their driveway, mm -hmm. um, how he's going to put on shoe covers and respect their property. Um, 
you know, all of the things that he's going to do while he's there and, and the time frame that it normally takes. Because most of these customers have had what I call the drive-by maintenance. Mm -hmm. you know, a guy comes up, pulls in the driveway, 30 minutes later, he's out, out of there, you know, yep. spinning his wheels. So um, we talk about drug testing, background checks. Uh, I mean, that stuff is what customers want, what right. sells. That's kind of the, the message, right? Yeah. The message piece. Exactly. So, and then after that, we just give them an opportunity to not play Google roulette. No offense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or yellow page roulette. Um, but uh, to get us to come out there, mm -hmm. somebody that they know is going to deliver that product that they want. Yep. And uh, we give them an, an insane offer. You know, for my first year and a half to two years of my business, I went out for free. Wow. For free. I'd mm -hmm. go out and spend an hour and a half, two hours doing it for free. And, um, and my average ticket was $1,032 without selling equipment. Wow. 1032 bucks. Unreal. People would go, oh, people just want something for free. Mm -hmm. Not when I'm targeting a conservative talk radio listener that's 35 to 65, middle to upper income. I mean, they appreciate that value. They appreciate um, when something's done right. Mm -hmm. um, and there's almost a sense of obligation when once you've performed that service work for them. The and principle then, of reciprocity. Right. You do something for somebody and they want to do something back. Yeah, so we would create a list of um, it, and that list had three things on it. Um, the things that were mandatory, things that had to be done right now. Um, the middle of the list, Charlie Greer calls it the paper towel close. He's okay. one of my mentors. That's how I learned it. Um, the middle section on that list were things that were going to need to be done in the near future. And then the stuff at the bottom were things that just be really nice to have. Mm -hmm. Right? So you got to do this stuff. This stuff will have to be done in the near future. And then this stuff down here, that'd be really nice to have. If you've got the money, it'll never be cheaper than it is today. Nice. Um, and so a lot of people would, you know, you'd go in there for a free, a free checkup. And then when you're in there, you, you present those three options. Mm -hmm. Some people will choose one and two and some higher end will take, look, let's, let's take care of this whole thing. Right. And I mean, all of my guys were trained on exactly what to say when they walked up to the door, how to walk up to the door. I come from the air 500, airtime 500 school. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I learned a lot of that stuff from them. So all the guys are trained so that it's like. It's like a McDonald's experience every time they go in. You know, two years from now, somebody comes in, it's going to be the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then they let the customer know up front. Um, as I'm going through your system, should I find any deficiencies? You want me to share them with you? you know, we'll right. get permission for that up front. Um, and then we present the same list every single time. Mm. Um, and that was one of the things that enabled us to really have major success. Nice. You know, we weren't going out there. My guys weren't going out there and just winging it every time. They followed a system. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, th this is really this is really cool stuff, and it's a little bit different than what a lot of you guys are doing. In like you said, I you know that we're internet marketing and SEO company. It's very directional advertising. We're waiting for the customer to know I got a problem, my my water heater's broken, or I've got this burst pipe, and we're waiting for them to be in that urgent state. And so, the only sliver of the market we can tap into are the people that have an urgent need where there's a lot more people and a lot more homeowners that may or may not have an urgent need, but there's a problem. There's an issue with the water quality. There's an issue with the air quality. And so using his educational-based radio programs, he's tapping into that customer before they're at the urgent state and creating demand that otherwise wouldn't exist in the marketplace. Exactly. And that's, that's an extremely powerful. Yeah, extremely powerful. So let's talk about, let's talk about media. What types of media did you use to get to get this message out to market, um, 
for my company, mm -hmm. I tried a lot of different kinds, but the only thing that really seemed to work for me, because I didn't know a Josh Nelson at that <laughs> time, was the 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 AM radio. Okay. AM and FM radio. It's 90, I mean, I think I spent $1.3 million on radio. Wow. In the six years. Unreal. And radio was pretty much it? You weren't doing yellow pages or any of that other stuff? Or you had a I little bit of I spent just under $100,000 on other things. Uh, okay. the, the local... Um, you know, town magazine. Mm -hmm. you know, I get the center full page spread in that. Uh, you know, they cost me twelve, fifteen hundred bucks, and if I was lucky, I'd get ten, twelve, fourteen leads a month. I mm -hmm. mean, that's not even enough for one technician to run on a weekly basis. Right. So, I mean, I know the struggles out there for contractors that are trying to grow. You need sixty new calls uh, a month just to put one technician on the road. Right. And you've got to package this and this and this and this if you don't have somebody like you or me who can pull in, you know, 100 or 200 leads in a, in a month. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really hard to grow, especially if you're not selling service agreements. Right. You know, I mean, that was the real key. Okay. So, so then every customer turned into a repeat revenue stream for you. They turned into two more appointments. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people don't get. They're not focused on that maintenance agreement. Um, you know, I, I might spend 100, 150 bucks to get in that door for that first customer. And if I don't sell them a maintenance agreement, I got to spend 300 bucks or 200 bucks to get two more appointments next year for that same technician to run. Mm. Um, so I had a very competitive maintenance agreement program, very competitive. Nice. And uh, that would lock people in for another two appointments. So I didn't have to go out and market those appointments. That was what able, enabled me to, to leverage my business and really, really grow. I mean, add a new truck uh, once a quarter for five years. Wow. Wow. And so really, this is a, this is a marketing show that we're on. Uh, he's talking about things that are a couple steps beyond just marketing because having this strategy like what he's talking about where you're not just going in for the emergency call, but you're going in with a systematized process. Here's what we're going to say. Here are the problems we're going to uncover. This is how we're going to present it. And then we're going to get them not for a one-time buyer, but on a maintenance program where it becomes a recurring opportunity to get in that home. He can spend a lot more to get that first call than, than you can because he's got that strategy in place. And that's now all part of the Lead Ninja system. Awesome. Um, the, the, the presentations that my guys would give, they're all part of what we package and give as, as I don't want to say a freebie, but we don't charge any more for that, that knowledge and that expertise, Wonderful. the scripting. The, I mean, we have audio um, messages. or the, All the scripts are on audio for technicians of my to clients. To hear the inflection. To, yeah, to drive around and listen to the tone, the inflection, the rhythm, the cadence. Nice. You know? Powerful. Yeah, and now we're, now we're coming out with all of that same stuff on video. So you'll, it's the trifecta. You'll have it in writing, um, you'll have it on audio, and you'll have it on your iPhone. So it's more. It's really more, more than just a lead generation strategy? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we, you and I can generate uh, 100, 200 leads for a customer in mm -hmm. a month, right? But yep. um, unless they're able to monetize those, unless they're able to bring back the dough, forget it. I mean, you're not going to be able to sustain... Um, spending money on marketing, mm -hmm. we got to close. So it's the lead gen, it's the strategy, and it's the it's really the business model that's mm -hmm. going to position you for success. Absolutely, good stuff. So so let's. I mean, we we kind of have tipped our toe in it. Tell us what really what lead ninja is, and kind of what you. I know we we talked about it, but kind of give me the high level overview of really what you bring to the table for that plumbing or HVAC company. 
Well, uh, depending on the market, we, we normally work in markets where we've got 400,000 people or more. Mm -hmm. That's really our, our target market, if you will. Okay. Um, and uh, what we actually do is create a radio program based on the $1.3 million I spent. You know, I mean, I did a lot of radio shows that didn't work. Some split testing there, right? Yeah, fail, I fail, mean, fail. Wait, this one kind of works a little better. Exactly. And, and believe it or not, one of the shows that I did was such a success that I ran it for five years. Oh, wow. Same show. It's <laughs> the same one. Twice on a week, every weekend, and it just, it would produce, produce, produce. And that was how I realized that it wasn't the content mm. that was going to get me the, the customers. It was the right message. Right. It was learning what people wanted to hear. Okay. Learning what they needed to hear, and then finding another place to distribute that. Um, there's a guy named Larry Wingett. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's the world's only irritational speaker. Okay. And he says that it's easier to get a new uh, a new audience than it is to get a new speech. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> and that, I mean, I found that to be very true. Mm -hmm. um, so I took these um, the principles that I learned from those shows, and now I just insert a company name, insert a new telephone number, and I duplicate that for air conditioning, plumbing, water treatment, solar companies all over the country. Very, very interesting. So you're, you're able to put together a radio show, mm -hmm. put it on the radio to the right audience based on your experience in yep. their in their market, and it kind of generate those leads for 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 you know, potentially you as a, as a listener or a viewer. Yeah, exactly. And um, we do all of the negotiating and buying of the radio. Um, okay. I, the money doesn't come through Lead Ninja. Um, our clients pay that directly to mm -hmm. the radio station. The media buy right. Um, and but but since I've been doing this for ten years, I I know where the radio companies are going to start, mm -hmm. and I know where we can get to. Okay. So I can save my customers a ton of money. I mean, recently we bought a, a spot that's a one hour spot that the a, a station in um, uh, Dallas wanted thirty five hundred dollars for okay. for an hour, and uh, we were able to get it down to twenty five hundred dollars. Wow. And get an additional twenty free commercials. Okay. Throughout the week that wow. also drive business for that customer. Okay. So we're able to leverage some of that experience and really keep the cost per lead down for those clients, especially in the bigger markets. That's where we see our lowest cost per lead. Okay. So it's, it's a radio program, the selection of the media, actually scripting the message. Mm -hmm. And then it sounds like some of the, the follow-on stuff to actually make it work and understanding the, the strategy. Because there's more yeah. strategy to this than there is just spending some money on radio ads. Absolutely. Um, so part of the Lead Ninja system is helping provide the information that the technicians are going to need in order to communicate with the customer. So mm -hmm. we provide the communications training as well. Okay. It's not anything that we charge any extra money for. It just comes with the package. Outstanding. So talk to me a little bit about now that you've run this for both plumbing and HVAC companies, you know, some of the, some of the successes, like how is this working out in the marketplace not just for you, Gene, but for some of the other clients that you've implemented sure. for. Well, um, just to protect the names of the people that are out there that I'm working with, um, one instance I was talking about, D Dallas. Um, mm -hmm. I've got a contractor in Dallas that the year before he reached out to Lead Ninja, uh, he was a newer business, he'd done $600,000 in revenue for that year. Okay. Um, pretty respectable. Not bad, not pretty bad. Pretty respectable. Um, he, he was hesitant to get on the Lead Ninja system. Actually, he heard the podcast okay. that we last did, oh, cool. and he called us from that. And uh, hes I just talked to him uh, two days ago. It was the seventh of the month. He'd done $100,000 for the month. For the month? In seven days. 
seven days. So he's tracking at about $3 million. I totally right changed now. his business completely. In, in seven, six months, six months, he went from 600,000 to tracking at over 3 million. That's 5X. That's unbelievable. 5X in six months. And it was immediate. Wow. Immediate. And so, that, I mean, that's really the reason I wanted to get Gene back. This is the reason I wanted to get this to you and really to more of the plumbing and HVAC companies because I'm seeing this type of success happen. It's completely different than what's really available in the marketplace. And so that's that's really why I wanted to, to emphasize this a little bit more heavily. So how about an HVAC example? That was HVAC. Okay, that was HVAC. Um, how about a plumbing a, a example? Plumbing, I've got a contractor in Greenville mm -hmm. that um, – our media buy is about $900. That's what we're spending on the radio. And I told him we're, we should be looking at somewhere between nine to 18 new customers a week. Wow. And the very first weekend, he said that the phones, his phone started ringing before we gave out the telephone number. Wow. So people were like looking it up somehow? I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> but they found him and they're like, we're listening to the radio. You're the kind of company that we want to do business with. Um, can you come out and take care of us? Wow. And he said that he was prepared. You know, a lot of us contractors have spent uh, money on advertising, and we, we get these advertisers that tell us, you know, it's going to take some time for this mm -hmm. to build up, and sure. um, it could take 60 to 90 days before you really see any results. So he was sitting there with his wife ready to answer these phones, and he says, sweetie, they're, they're praying about it and everything. He said, mm -hmm. sweetie, I just want you to know I'm prepared for there to be no calls today. Despite the um, despite the investment and the build up and all that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah. So uh, by the end of the hour, they'd had thirty three telephone calls. Wow. And were they prepared to handle those calls? And they were struggling. All right. They were really struggling to try to answer them all. So we we coached them afterwards. Everything's recorded through a call recording. Yep. You know. Uh, software and we were on the phone with them going back and forth going okay listen you got to log on see anything that you missed listen to the messages um, listen to the call recording and just make sure that you got everybody but yeah I mean they were like he's calling me after the show going this is unbelievable <laughs> just unbelievable wonderful to have that kind of impact on because like, you think about the impact this has on chills. his family yeah. and his his team they, and that's that's the whole thing it's not just him and his wife it's his team mm -hmm. you know the 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 possibility now especially with some of the training that we provide the technicians i mean i've seen guys who made forty thousand dollars a year in installation that are now making a quarter million dollars a year nice as technicians and that's really what it's all about right I mean, oh, touching lives and changing them man forever i mean it's teaching somebody how to fish that's beautiful yeah that, that's beautiful so I'm really excited about this program. I'm excited about the impact that it's having. And um, I think if it might be a great fit for you. If you're looking to drive more leads, if you're looking to drive more calls, um, maybe you've tapped into the internet to the fullest extent and you're doing other things. Certainly not saying not to do that stuff, but this is a great, a great additional strategy that's completely different than, than what most of your competition is doing. So if somebody wants to, to talk with you or someone on your team and, and, and learn about how they might be able to implement this, What's their next best step? What should they do? I'd go to leadninjasystem.com. Okay. Put your contact information in and somebody will call you. So that's leadninjasystem.com. Um, you'll gain access to him. I'm sure there's additional details on the program. Oh, yeah. Uh, but probably your next step is to get get in touch with someone at Lead Ninja. Uh, you know, let them talk with you about how this would apply to your business and, uh, and take it from there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this, on this edition of the Plumbing and HVAC Marketing podcast. I hope you've gotten value from it. Um, if you'd like to learn more, if you'd like to subscribe to future episodes, you can find all the details on this page. Again, it's plumbingmarketing.net here with, with Gene Slade. Awesome stuff. Thanks, man.